have such sights to show you. Do you love horror? Do you love sci-fi? If so, you've come to the right place. Each week we'll discuss, dissect, and or shit all over the movies we love and also love to hate. I'm Ken and I'm with... Doug. Matt. Josh. And together we are the Horrify Podcast. And one more thing, we are not safe for work or for the faint of heart. Hi and welcome to the Horrify Podcast. We got a movie from 1986, one of my favorite years for movies. It was a good year. Year. Yeah, it was. Good year. This, this is The Wraith, people. The Wraith. Vroom, vroom. Charlie Sheen is in The Wraith. Yeah, Randy Quaid. Randy Quaid. Clint Howard. Yeah. Matthew McConaughey. Sherilyn Fenn is in this. <laughs> and a bunch of other... <laughs> Not Matthew McConaughey. A bunch of other people that don't matter. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, Matt, you picked this movie. Why? Yes, I did. Um, Because... uh. Well, Midwestern guy. I was always into. I remember as a kid, I was into cars. Uh, so, um, and I didn't know much about it, but I just kind of fixated on the the whole street racing. And then, uh, I, I, this I, is street racing. Huh? This movie has good street <laughs> racing. Well, I mean, yeah. And then desert small road racing with shitty cars. Yeah, slow um, cars and hot women. And then Charlie Sheen. You know, because when I first became aware of it, I don't know, it was late '80s, so I'd already seen Platoon. So right. Uh, we also had someone request this movie from us a while back. That's right. Matt, who was it? That would be uh, Johnny Karate. Big shout out to Johnny Karate. Thanks for uh, suggesting this. Matt also likes this movie, so you guys can geek out about it someday oh, yeah. you know, we'll in do, Arizona while we'll driving do. down a do narrow, something. winding road. Pull off into the local Burger King and do some donuts, man. <laughs> Was it Tucson? Is that where this was filmed? Yes. Yeah. yeah, it was like Mount Lemon because uh, it's cold. <laughs> at Tucson. one point, I'm like, where was this film? Baker? <laughs> no, it was filmed in someone's Baker. backyard. Like that that little uh, pond there's a bunch of people are swimming in. Yeah. It looks like it's some water feature in someone's backyard. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> it was like some nice landscaping. Yeah. So, yeah. So, The Wraith, 1986. Um, this one is kind of, I think... Not a lot of people have seen it. I had never I had, even heard yeah. of this until the other day. Yeah, it was, wasn't. This was my first time as well. It, so this movie was at the video store <coughs> in my hometown. Not at the Blockbuster, though. It was at like the local grocery store. Oh, right. And I'd they seen did it. That. But That's I, right. Yeah, but I never... Like when I saw this movie, I'm like, oh, I kind of remember this and that. But it was weird. I'd only probably seen it one time ever when I was a kid. Just on late night. No, we rent. Someone rented it. Oh, rented it was PG thirteen. Oh, wow. I caught it on Cinemax. Oh, nice. Mm, <laughs> seems a little tame for Cinemax. Well, it was early. Yeah, it wasn't <laughs> yeah not very tame for PG thirteen. No. <laughs> so this movie was directed by Mike Marvin. What else did he do? I don't know. Don't care. <laughs> he did nothing. <laughs> don't He's really care. Off his wraith. Money, <laughs> all those wraith royalties. You see, my, Mike, Mike Marvin's smart because he knew, you know, this movie's not going to be great, but if I get a good cinematographer, it'll be interesting. And he did that, yeah. and the cinematography's great in this movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there are some really cool shots. Yeah, yeah it's directed well, I would say. Yeah, they, they, they definitely took a little bit of uh, Mad Max and said, we'll steal this. Oh, yeah. But I, in a good way. I think the uh, music's good. Oh, yeah. Music's yeah. cool. The, great soundtrack. The guy that did the music for this also did the music for Blob and Max Headroom and The Gate. 
That's Ooh, right. Wow. Above the gate. That's right. Terrified me. Yeah. So I, I've got one thing to say before we get into the cast, and we even get into this movie. And I have a I have a hypothesis about this. Okay. Okay. This movie, and I'm not trying to talk bad about this movie. This movie is essentially Saved by the Bell, <laughs> but with nudity, death, and a better food hangout. <laughs> this is Saved by the Bell, and its most awesome incarnation. So you're, wait, you're not going to believe this. What? But when I was watching this last you night, you know, I swear to God, I thought Saved by the Bell at one point. Yeah. This is like the version of Saved by the Bell that I wanted as a kid. <laughs> like each cast of char- like like the characters yeah, kind of tick all those boxes? Yeah. The sheriff is Mr. Belding. Yep. Okay. Charlie okay. Sheen is Zach. Mm-hmm. I mean, we you know, Billy is what's his name? We can we can just go <laughs> through the whole thing, but if you just it's a teen movie, yeah. right? Now I I don't like teen movies, but this movie is entertaining as hell. I did get teen movie vibes from this, like yeah. Breakfast Club, yeah. shit, for sure. Yep. But I, I just saw it. That's the first thing that pop on my popped in my mind, and I'm like, not in a bad way, in the best possible way. Yeah. So, you guys, you agree, Doug? I, yeah, because yeah, I thought I seriously thought of it. I wasn't going to bring it up because I thought it was just a <laughs> just fleeting <you>. thing. That yeah. <laughs> yeah. I bring up dumb stuff. <laughs> so Clearly, the, I do too. <laughs> <laughs> so the so the cast we have uh, the character Jake, who is also the wraith, played by Charlie Sheen. Um, we have uh, Billy, who I didn't even write down who that actor was. He's done. Some, He's I know, I recognize uh, him. I think. Was, I think it was it was Matthew. It doesn't matter. I just know he went on to be a director and directed The Notebook. Oh, serious? Yeah. yeah. Wow. Billy did. Yeah. Wow. So all the, our Notebook fans <laughs> that listen to this podcast. Wait, Billy's the bad guy, right? <laughs> no, 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 Billy's sorry, Jake's, wrong, Jake's brother. Wrong, wrong guy. Sorry, the bad guy went on to direct The Notebook. Wait. Oh. He did. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. The Billy is a uh, uh, a successful, I think, talent scout. Oh no, kidding! In Hollywood, good for him. I oh, like okay. him. Likeable okay. guy. Anyways, then we have Carrie Johnson, played by Sherilyn Fenn. Oh man, I like her. Mm-hmm. You know that? Uh, I like her so much. She and Johnny Depp were dating at the time. Yeah. Of this Gross. Movie. I don't and, like her as much now. And Depp was like hanging out on yeah. the set the he whole was time. On the oh set. really? Yeah, he was. <laughs> he was living in one of the rooms at the hotel that all the cast were staying in during filming. Mm-hmm. What so he tainted he was her? Also, he was also oh. considered for two different roles in this movie. Yeah, I would have had him play the tweaker guy. <laughs> he was Skank. considered for Jake and Augie. Augie would have been oh, interesting. Yeah. I could see him as an Augie. It would be Augie. awesome because he dies five minutes yeah. in the movie, oh, which would be, be perfect. It would be great. <laughs> so it would have been like a Kurt Russell in Air Force One situation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it would have been ridiculous. <laughs> so Sherilyn Fenn is in a, in a lot of stuff. She's done a lot of TV. She's done other movies. She's had a successful career. Um, it, it's funny. When I saw her in this movie, I'm like, oh, who is this girl? Then I looked. I recognize her in her 40s. Not when she's is young in this movie. Now she it's not like she looks that different, but it was just weird to see her young and yeah. You know, yeah. Good actress. Then we have Packard Walsh, who's the bad guy, That's the villain. Right. Yeah. Packard. Total asshole. He's yeah. the notebook guy. And and <laughs> yeah. Matt, what is his name? The 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 actor? Nick. Nick Cassivetti. Nice. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm just I'm just testing you. He's related to another his dad's some other famous actor. Really? Same last name. I can't remember his first name, but yeah. He he in his this movie he looks like actor. a young James Woods. Oh, yeah, he does. He totally yeah, does. Yeah. Less pocky. Yeah, he's like he's <laughs> how old is he supposed to be in this movie? Good. Matt and I had a conversation last night. I called him up. I said, Hey, this fucking ba- this villain, 
how old is this guy and why yeah. does he look like yeah. James Woods kind of? And Matt's no, like, when, when it introduces him, I go, this guy looks like he just cut off work managing a call center and just hangs out with <laughs> that, street. That, seriously. Like, what is his day job? What does he do? He rolls it on his Corvette and he pines after this high school yeah. car hop girl. Yeah. <laughs> You're mine. He doesn't pine. No, he's, <laughs> no, he's full on. Rapey. He is a dickhead. I will say it right now. Rapey. Yeah. yeah, he's definitely rapey. Rapey dickhead. Then we have gutter boy. Oh, God. Matt, gutter boy. Would you yeah. just turn in the gutter boy for us, please? No, that. Oh, gutter boy. Yeah, it's gutter boy. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I didn't write down who played gutter boy because I didn't care to look. Now, I, and I feel bad about that because if you look at the performance that this actor puts in, yes, it's actually very, yeah. very interesting yeah. and good. Yeah. And I think it was supposed to be a joke. But it's awesome. He plays a great tweaker. Yeah, he's a tweaker. High he, energy. Yeah. He's kind of like the foil to the other guy, Skank, who's uh, played by David uh, Sherall. Is who, he the nervous one? He's yeah. the, he's the, he's the tweaker guy, that, yeah. that huffs the paint. Oh, okay. He's drinking <laughs> hydraulic <laughs> fluid. <laughs> Again, if these two characters were in Saved by the Bell, Saved by the Bell would be the greatest kid show ever made. They're kind of like the bullies in Power Rangers. <laughs> except Bulk, except cooler. <laughs> yeah, way except cooler. cooler. And these guys drink what looks like hand soap <laughs> out of the cartridge in the like, men's room. Also <laughs> like Rocksteady and Bebop. Yeah, yeah, oh, from totally. Ninja Turtles for sure. So Gutter Boy's Jamie Bosnian. That's his name. <laughs> okay. His... How, how would he say his name and character? Jamie Bosnian. <laughs> oh, hold on. I'm J- Jamie Bosnian. That's Gutter Boy. <laughs> Skank. <laughs> so then we have. That's pretty good, man. Then we have Sheriff Loomis, who's played by the Randy Quaid. Yeah. You guys like Randy Quaid? I mean, he's fine. Yeah. yeah. He's fine. Not personally. No, I'm talking about his films. Now, but yeah, he's fine and stuff. Yeah, but yeah. sorry, I don't buy it as a tough sheriff guy. <laughs> he's, no. Not like, one I'm bit. I'm like, I don't buy this <laughs> at all. He, he, can, he can put on that show all he wants. I don't buy it. Sorry. He has a look on his face like, man, I can't believe they paid me $50,000 <laughs> to do this. I was already going to be in the Tucson area anyways. Yeah. <laughs> 50 grand, you dummies. I'm yeah. not looking for UFOs anyway. <laughs> he has the he has the face of someone that constantly needs to shit. Yeah. <laughs> he, he oh yeah, he always looks like he's got a, a some type of mild uh, abdominal problem. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> he kind of walks that way too now yeah. that I think about it. Yeah. In the movie. He's he's a big dude. Struts around. When he stands yeah. up by skank, I'm like, man, he could kill that guy. Yeah. Is Randy Quaid? How tall is Randy Quaid? The power of the internet will tell us. (laughs) My knowledge needs to be satisfied. How tall is Randy Quaid? How tall is Randy Quaid? Six three is my guess. Any Doug? Uh, Six four. Josh? Uh, Six. Six foot. Okay. (laughs) Let's see. Trying not to go over here. This is price oh, is right this price the right? The price is right rules. Yeah, you Shit. don't want to go over. Oh, I lost. You'll lose. Matt, you're asking for my guess. You, I, well, no. I, well, no, the verdict. I, um, I was gonna go six four. I, I was, did somebody say? Six, I said it's, six three. All right, so what? I have to go six two. You can you're, say six three. Also, we can both be winners. We can I'll do share six, in three this. and one half. Okay. How tall? Six is he? five. Jeez. Wow. Damn. We all. Yeah, he's a tall ass dude. I was the closest without going over. Wow. Bum, 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 wow. <laughs> so yeah, I know you guys that listen to this really cared about how tall he is. Now you know. Yep. Yeah. Dennis Quaid is six foot two, by the way. Cool. Oh, he's really. <laughs> Randy be towering over Dennis. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so then we have. Uh, um, is it Ogie or Agi or how do you say it? Ogie. Agi. I think. Ogie. Played by Griffin O'Neill, 
Uh, he's in the movie for a very short amount of time. He's the first uh, person to die. Yeah. And I was okay with that because this character is stupid. Yeah, mostly all the characters are stupid. Yeah, but this this character didn't have the uh, the je ne sais quoi. He didn't have what the other other characters had. Was yeah. this the one that was very out of place in the gang that had the letter, Letterman's jacket no. on? No, the no. Letterman jacket guy died second. Oh, that's yeah. right. Okay. This guy's the guy that had the cut-off shirt. Yeah. And oh, yeah. He, was, yeah. <laughs> he reminded me of uh, the character from Mannequin with the glasses. <laughs> yes. Oh, jeez. What's that character's name? I love that I guy. Reminds me of that guy. I don't know. So, yeah. Then we have uh, Skank, who is played. I already said who Skank is. We have Rughead, who is Clint Howard. You guys know who Clint Howard is? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Ron Howard's brother. Ron yeah. Howard's ugly brother. He's in, <laughs> this guy is in so many movies, and I don't, he gets zero credit. Yeah. They're like, oh, well, you're, because you're a brother, you're in movies. But I actually really like him in most stuff he's in. Yeah. Have, have you seen Ice Cream Man? Yes. That movie uh, is crazy, and he is I don't know as I've hell seen in that. that movie. Yeah, he's on the cover looking really awesome. Yeah. He, the look of him in this movie, again, if he yeah. was in Saved by the Bell, holy shit. Fits the role. Yeah, and his hair was uh, purposely designed to look like the main character from Eraserhead. Who did that movie? David Lynch. Uh, thank you. That's why Doug's on the podcast. <laughs> That's exactly what I said when I showed his hair. I'm like, oh, Eraserhead. Yeah. So... This movie has a very strange opening, and essentially we have orbs flying down this <laughs> Arizona road. They look like sperm. Right? UAV yeah. action, man. Yeah, flying around. UAVs. And they, they fly through cacti and Randy through Quaid, signs. Randy Quaid's face. They look like yeah. they're racing. They kind of oh, like they were, John. Hey. They're racing each other. Is that a little bit of a foreshadow? Maybe, Maybe. but so, where did the other ones go? Well, we, <laughs> we, it's funny. We see there's four of them, and they meet at an intersection. Mm-hmm. They crash together yeah. in bright light, and we get what do we see, Matt? The vehicle, the the coolest looking, the car turbo, I've ever seen. The, the turbo, turbo interceptor. interceptor yeah. The c- the car does look cool, but it also looks like it's built. It looks real like shitty. A, it looks Chintzy. like a plastic shell on yeah. top of a chassis. Yeah. yeah, but it was a. It was expensive though. It yeah. was like over a million dollars to make back then. And yeah. It, the engineering was impressive. Like, mm-hmm. you know, so it was a Dodge Chrysler never engineered anything impressive. The paint job alone was <laughs> $40,000. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> 2.2 liter, four cylinder. Wasn't Turbo. it a prototype that never actually was released? Well, Doug, it's funny you say that uh, because it was. Yeah. Uh-huh. I don't think that's very funny. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> not in the slightest. <laughs> So we see that this car forms, and it, I, I can't describe it. It looks like a car that would be cool in the 80s. It, I don't, how would you describe it? It, it reminded a me beetle, of a beetle shell. If you took, if you can remember that, uh, when was that? Oh, man. The Mitsubishi Eclipse, when they redesigned it, if you just stretched a Mitsubishi Eclipse. Oh, oh that's pretty good. Yeah. yeah but. Remember the other day when like Tesla like showed off their truck they're gonna the do cyber truck crap. Kinda, it's kind of like that it's like long and weird long and, <laughs> and, long and weird truck. long and weird and boxy it's got the small wheels on it so you're yeah. like that car's probably fast but not that fast <laughs> yeah. because it's got like normal ass you know but buick lebaron tires on it <laughs> but it topped out it well the the actual one the, uh, the real car in this movie car are two different things <laughs> and and let's talk about this why we have the chance when they do the action sequences, it's not the actual car because yeah. the actual car was on loan 
Yeah. And they weren't allowed to do anything with it. Oh, geez. <laughs> so you, you get some shots of the car parked and it looks like a real car. It looks kind of cool. But then the actual action sequences, it looks like hell. It looks terrible. <laughs> yeah. There's like weird, like you can like see like through the fender, the yeah. ground and see it's a, just a, yeah. a a tube and, you know, frame and it just shit's falling off of it. It's scattywampus. Yeah, it looks horrible. It doesn't look good at all. But it, the actual car was a real prototype that they had. Yeah. And uh, I mean, it, I, like I said, it, it was an impressive. I can't believe. So what we're talking, it was not, the movie's 1986. So we're, we're talking mid, mid Well, the car is from 81, isn't it? It was an older yeah, I prototype. Think 81. And it, it could top out at 194 miles an hour. That was fast a 2.2 liter four cylinder? Yeah. Then? Like, that was downhill with a strong wind. <laughs> well, but, it didn't weigh anything. It was just yeah, plastic. That's, that's a good point. <laughs> True. I don't understand. So the uh, when they did the, the other vehicles, yeah. Did you notice that you could still see the Chrysler emblem on the front? Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, I did see. That. This, the, yeah. I, I swear that it was like this movie was paid for by Dodge Chrysler, yeah. because you see all the Dodge Chrysler cars of the era are in this movie, prominently featured. Yeah. yeah. You can. Like, it's like they. Sh- it's like let's polish the logos on the front of the car. It's like yeah. how they sh- purposely show Acura's logo in all the Marvel movies. <laughs> oh, <laughs> r- yeah. It's, like every right. everyone's driving an Acura. Cool. <laughs> so the the car comes together and we see, we see the car we see the wraith which is like a spaceman in a weird spaceman suit with like yeah like he escaped from I don't know tubes and traction. shit he looks like he's like I was in Tron and I jumped out of Tron into yeah. this movie oh yeah right yeah, yeah. he's got braces on his arms and legs so I took that as being paying homage to Mad Max because if you For remember sure. in the Road Warrior he's got a knee brace mm-hmm. true I think they borrowed a lot from that movie, and they're like, let's take Mad Max and turn it into a teen, yeah, a PG-13 teen film. Let's (laughs) do it. (laughs) Well, influences for this movie were Mad Max, obviously, Road Warrior, and High Plains Drifter. Oh, Mm -hmm. nice. Yeah. High Plains Drifter. Are we going to do that? I mean, maybe for our Patreon. (laughs) I love that movie. That's right. We can't. We're going to stay in our lane, (laughs) sci-fi horror. Nobody wants to hear us talk about high plane street. No one wants to hear us talk about horror and sci-fi. <laughs> well, at least like 50 people do. Hey, 50 <laughs> listeners, thank you so much. Thanks, guys. <laughs> By the way, do you know what a wraith is? It's a ghost or a spirit. Right. Yeah. That is set to resemble someone that's near death or has just recently passed away. I See, I did not know that part of it. Now yeah. it makes sense. That's good. It does, does make sense. The plot of this movie doesn't. But <laughs> no. Thanks, Doug. Speaking sure. of movie plots, I'm looking around at my fellow podcast members, and we're all wearing great graphic tees today. I just want to shout out everyone's graphic <laughs> tee. Doug, talk to me about your graphic tee. Well, I'm wearing a T-shirt of an awesome American rock band named Clutch. I've got my uh, Tar Man button-up shirt. It's awesome. From Return of the Living Dead. And, and what's your t-shirt? Bad Cop, Bad Cop. Shout out to my Bad Cop, bands. Bad Cop. They're Thanks. awesome. Matt, what are you wearing? I just have my rock and roll circus t-shirt on. It's just my skeletons. And That's a very cool, cool shirt. Kind yeah. of looks Grateful Dead-y. Yeah. yeah, although I'm not a Grateful Dead fan. But it, yeah. yeah. In honor of this movie being about cars, I wore a shirt from a car manufacturer that's actually decent. <laughs> Ford Matt, Motor Company. I noticed that. Matt used to work for. I, yeah. You and see I, this shirt, Matt? Yeah, I did notice that, and I appreciate that. You're welcome. You make quality car parts. <laughs> for the working man, because that's who I am, and that's who I care about. Go Tigers. It's I think funny. your Midwestern like, shit should come out more often. <laughs> you should just talk like that all, t- all the time. Oh. Well, there is a 
there is a part of this movie that reminds me of Tommy Boy. So it's funny that you make that accent. <laughs> Interesting. We'll, yeah. we'll get to that. So this movie starts, we see the Wraith, and then it cuts to this guy and his girlfriend driving in his shitty car. Matt, what kind of car is it? That is a uh, Dodge Daytona. The Dodge Daytona, a George. pile of slow shit. Yeah, agreed. This was the white one. That's right, George. Yeah, cool George. looking car. The driver's name. It kind of look. Yeah, it it looks like your '80s car that you're like that car's not fast and it's not really cool, but it'll get you to work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And in this movie, they're like, yeah, this is what the cool kids drive. <laughs> I'm like, no, they don't. <laughs> they do not drive this car. Do you know what cool kids drove in the '90s? I I, I know what they drove in the '80s. Well, I'm saying 90s. What they drive in the 90s? Toyota Corollas. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. In the 90s, that was I my was... first car. Oh, was it? And I was, hey, ladies, you see my Corolla? It's amazing. I always assumed the coolest car in the world was a Corvette when I was a little kid <laughs> in the 90s because all kids were like, "That's a Corvette. It's the coolest thing ever." The first, the first car I drove is well, it's not the same car, but make and model is in this movie. Wow. Yeah, Mercury Lynx. Nice. Stupid car. <laughs> I mean, it was cool at the time. Stupid it's now. First, it's my first car. What do you want? I, I don't know. I don't want anything from you. So <laughs> this guy's driving with his, with his girlfriend, and they're driving in the middle of nowhere in the Tucson area of Arizona on a windy road, and there's these lights behind him, and he's like, hey, what's those guys' problems? <laughs> and the girl's like, I don't know, Tommy. Let's just keep driving. <laughs> yeah. Typical. We've seen this in many movies. And essentially, it's a gang of kids. They get him and Packard and Packard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Who's 40. <laughs> they, they, they essentially force him into like this roadblock where a couple of the gang have like set their truck. Their One's a truck and one's a car up in the middle of the road. And so they stop him. Now, this was unexpected to me. They do the typical like menacing, like insane laugh, which isn't menacing to me. But yeah, we've got to get your girlfriend. <laughs> and Packard, we meet Packard, the, the gang leader who looks like James Woods when mm-hmm. James Woods was 30. And he, which means he looks like he's 45. And yes. so he pulls the guy out of the car and he's like, hey, we're going to make you race for pinks. You got to race me. And if you win, you get my car. If I win, I get your car. And if you run, we take your girl. Yeah. This is stuff that teenage Collateral. kids do. Yeah. Right. Sure. Teenage kids stuff. Arizona teenage kids stuff. Yeah. But for me, this is like the first time the movie goes off the rails. Yeah. It's pretty, know, it's pretty weird. Because they're like, oh, we're going to race for your car. And whoever wins the race gets a pink slip. I'd be like, yeah, right. Fuck you. And then I would leave. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> who, who would agree to that? Even after you lose, you're going to hand over your pink slip. I'd be like, no, fuck Here, off. Here's I'm the going real question. <laughs> who in that group in the gang is the notary? <laughs> yeah. You're, and you're just driving around with your Clint pink Howard slip. Yeah. Well, I box. got my pink slip here. Who's the notary? And then, you know, Skank is like, I am. I lost fair and square. All right. Notarize this. And who in that group is scary other than if the guy didn't have a fucking knife, would you be scared of anyone in that <laughs> Doug, gang? No. Doug. Like, Fuck off. My note says this is the least scary gang <laughs> <Yeah>. ever. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, we, Skank is, is a tweaker guy who wears like he's got that. Kind of classic 80s stupid punk look, and yeah. but he's not really a punk guy. He's just yeah. a tweaker. Then you have his friend who just looks like a guy who did a bunch of crystal meth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> really does. Then you have Packard, who's, I would slap the shit out of him. Yeah. I'm like, nice yeah. leather jacket. The call center dork. manager. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, it's just, and then you've got a, a random guy in this gang who's wearing his Letterman jacket. Yeah. <laughs> And, it's the and, then, weirdest and then the guy yeah. with the belly shirt. Oh, and then the guy with the belly shirt. Yeah. So it's like the Letterman's like, hey, I, I lettered in tennis when I was a junior. Okay. Well, rack it upside the head, man. Yeah. He's like, hey, Augie, back me up. And Augie's like, I'll back you up any day. 
This is the gang that we have. Yeah. yeah. Also, Eraserhead <laughs> slash Beavis. Oh, yeah. that's right. Oh, Be- Beavis. He looks <laughs> like Beavis. Beavis. He does. Josh. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, so not four. a scary gang. No. So if I lost the race, I'd be like, okay, I'm going home now, yeah. and you're not getting my car. <laughs> right. So it's it's. But here's the thing: we're making fun of it, but I was very interested in every character. I was too. I'm like, who are these weirdos? Why is this a gang? <laughs> they're colorful, and especially they, gang. And they're all from the same small town of like four thousand. I'm like, everyone yeah. knows who their parents are. Yeah, right? they're just a bunch of assholes. I just have my mom go talk to their mom, and yeah. my mom would say, "You're not getting his car." Yeah. And there's only one, you know, notary in town, and it's 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 you know someone's aunt, and my, she's not going to sign. My dad over. can beat up your dad. <laughs> it just happens to be Gutter Dick or whatever his name is. Gutter Dick, Gutter Boy. Oh, Gutter Boy. So th- they have to race, and you know. The guy feels like, oh, man, I have to do it. You know, Packard's tough. We're going to race. Now, the race already isn't fair because Packard's driving a souped-up Corvette. 77 vet, yeah. Yeah, this is an actual fast car. Yeah. And it was actually, today, this car would still be pretty fast, and he's going up against a piece of crap. Yeah. (laughs) But yet, when they start racing, they're neck and neck, man. Also, he's wearing a helmet and no seatbelt. Yeah, that's right. He's wearing a helmet without a visor that matches his car. Yeah, another color coordinated. Another thing I questioned about this movie: Why are they wearing helmets when they race? You know, gang street racers don't wear helmets. (laughs) Stupid! They don't have roll cages in the car. Why? Why the fuck wear a helmet? And all of their helmets match the color scheme of their vehicles. But that's probably so they don't mix them up when they go back to the garage. That's right. Yeah, because they do have a joint garage where they all have all their shit. I think this movie was written to be a cartoon on Saturday morning. This would be a great cartoon. It no, would. this would be a tremendous would be. cartoon. Yeah. It would be. We should remake it as a cartoon. Every character is like, yeah, a cartoon character. So they're racing. They're neck and neck. So and the Aussie. only uh, yeah. yeah, what song is playing? Loser, you're a secret loser. <laughs> loser, you're good. You're a secret. Do you got loser. any more information about that song for us? Don? Well, it came off the album Ultimate Sin. Thank you. Which came out the same year as this movie, 1986. Do you like that album? Yeah, it's good. Not no. one of his best, no. but it's it's good. It's got some good tracks on it. I like this song. Yeah. This, mo- yeah. this movie actually has some decent yeah. songs in it and some terrible ones. Okay, and, absolutely. We'll, and we'll go through all of that. Don't you worry. Doug's here. <laughs> so they're racing. Uh, it's neck and neck. And Packard in this Corvette has to cheat to win. So it's here's what's funny. They get to the end of the race, and Packard's like, "Hey, I forced you off the road. You lose." And then they drive all the way back to the start. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the guy gets out of his car, and they take his pink slip. They let his girlfriend go. And they're like, "Walk home." Yeah. See, that asshole agreed to it. He drove back to the start he and then got out pipe. instead well, of driving the fuck away. Well, here's the thing: he didn't drive away because they had his girlfriend, so they had collateral. Yeah, and he and Packard says something like, "Yeah, and if you leave, we'll have your girlfriend, and you won't want her anymore when we're done I with know. her." Like, Jesus, Reaper. I'm like, I'm like, I see what you're getting at, but damn. Then we cut over to that we we learn right away that we get this awesome long shot, yeah, of Charlie Sheen Charlie riding Sheen. a 50 cc motorcycle. It's like yeah. a little tiny baby it's, bike. It's actually a uh, 125, 1984 Honda XL 350, capable of zero to six. That's a 6.2 seconds. That's a 350. That bike. Yeah, it looks like it's like a little. I don't know. 27 horsepower, mister. Ooh. Because of this scene, I nicknamed him Cool Breeze for the rest of the movie. Cool Breeze. He's got his shirt open. I'm sure you guys noticed this. Why the hell does that bike sound like the car? It has a a purposely changed sound effect to make it sound mystical. Because it does not sound like a dirt bike. No. It's like... like, Oh, yeah. But it sounds just like the damn car that he uses. It does. Drives whatever the hell. 
So anyways, we see him, this great long shot of him riding into town. And as he rides in the town, we see Carrie, and she's coming out of her house. She's getting ready to go to school. Looking good that morning, I might, <laughs> I might add. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he stops by, and he plays like the, you know, I'm lost cool guy in the yeah. neighborhood. Didn't he have a jean? He's got a jean jacket on. His, his it, it's, it's open. <laughs> his nipples are feeling the nice, <laughs> yeah. cool Arizona morning air. Yep. Yeah. Hair, hairless chest. It's really filling. Th- this is Charlie Sheen at the height of his terrible acting powers, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Post yeah. Ferris Bueller's day yeah. off, pit stop on his way to film Platoon. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Charlie Sheen, you know, is, I don't think he's a great actor, but I do like him in movies. He's hot. Is that he's what it is? Hot. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> maybe that's what it is. He looks like a, God. He, he just looks like a big knuckle. Yeah. <laughs> a hot one. A hot knuckle. He's got that that look of indifference on his face, and I think that just makes him cool. He's like, I really don't give a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care if this movie bombs. Shit. I don't care if they think I can act in Platoon. I don't care. Yeah. And in Platoon, he doesn't offer us up a lot of emotion. And I, I, by the way, Platoon is one of my favorite movies of all time. It's a great movie. But, yeah. And it just works. I don't know. So he pulls up. He starts talking to Carrie. And he's like, hey, you want to ride? And she's like, I don't know you, but I'll hop on the back of your bike. <laughs> yeah. Okay, stranger. Then, then we hear the Corvette pull up, and it's Packard. And she goes, oh, I got to go. And he goes, your boyfriend? She goes, never. But then she gets in the car <laughs> yeah. with Packard. I'm like, oh, okay, this relationship is not right. Right. Oh. So Packard's in the car, and this is where we learn he's a real fucking asshole. Yeah. I don't, how else would you describe him? Like, uh, Yeah, he's appalling. If I was Carrie's dad and knew about this guy, this dude would be dead Yeah, long ago. <laughs> you know how you know he's a douchebag asshole? Wow. <laughs> the puka shell necklace. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, yep. Hey, no, no offense to our puka shell <laughs> necklace wearing listeners. I mean, it's not the 90s. I hope nobody's wearing one. Yeah, they weren't no. cool in the 90s He either. was ahead of his time, really. Yeah, really. <laughs> he was a trendsetter for the douchebag wave of puka shell necklaces. Yep. So this is, I, I wrote, Packard is obsessed with Carrie. And I wrote, slight control problem. Mm-hmm. It's more than slight. So we learn he is controlling her. They're not dating. Yeah. And he's like obsessed with her and he's saying weird stuff. And he essentially is trying to control her and what she does. And all these other guys don't want to talk to her because they're scared of Packard. Mm-hmm. Now, obviously, Jake's from uh, out of town and maybe out of the universe. He doesn't work at the call center, so he can't get fired. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so he just manages it. Yeah. <laughs> essentially, Jake talks to Carrie. Uh, or, yeah, he leaves Carrie and we get the scene of Packard. And then all of a sudden, they're at this. Teen water party spot. Uh, yeah, <laughs> in someone's backyard. It, yeah, it looks like. So I've, you know, I spent a lot of time in Arizona. I don't know where this is. It's like a tiny drop of water with like fifty kids. It's a three it. foot deep <laughs> creek that's two feet wide, and all the kids are like, "Oh, we're gonna sun ourselves. This is gonna be great." Yeah, Christian has an awesome water feature in his backyard. Let's go <laughs> swim in it. Christian, <laughs> Christian. nice. So they're all sitting there, and Jake shows up, and he sets up a towel up on this cliff, and he's looking at all the girls. We see all the girls in in the town, and uh, this town's not hurting for no. pretty young ladies, no. that's yeah. for sure. No. I can't For a town of 4,000, they've got a lot of hotties. I was like, where are the stunners from? And then even the dudes are all these like athletic, cool yeah. dudes. They're like, we're the best-looking town in Arizona. That's what I'm saying. This movie has hot people. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> so, Literally and figuratively. Yeah. It is in Tucson. So Jake is looking, and, and this is when we see Carrie. Now we get to see Carrie, who we just met in her bathing suit. Yep. And the, and the director, I'm like, man, this guy <laughs> with this lens. <laughs> I'm like, dude. He does it several times in this movie. He's really, he knows how to get a shot. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Subtle. Is that what you're saying? No, it's not at all. Like, I, I, 
it, here's the thing. People are being like, oh, well, that's creepy. It's not. It's intentional. It catches the viewer's eye, and it it adds something to the scene. It almost adds chemistry between everyone involved because you're seeing it and looking at it like Jake is seeing it. Right. Now, we don't know Jake's history at this point, but, you know, it's conveying Jake's feelings. And I, you know, maybe I'm reading a little too into this stupid movie, but <laughs> no. um, I think it works. Yeah. I don't know Jake's history after the movie, to be honest. Oh. Well, I can. T- we'll, t- we'll talk about <laughs> yeah, that. I'm gonna need some help. So <laughs> as as he's looking at Carrie, like you know, the, the Packard is there, and he's just glaring up, and he's like, "That son of a bitch is looking at my girl, who's not really my girl, right? <laughs> right? Yeah." And then Billy comes over. We this is where we meet Billy, and Billy is the cook at the local burger hangout. So he's got a day off and he puts his towel up by Jake and he's like, Hey man, you're new in town. Are we friends? And and Jake's like, we sure are. Yeah. And yeah. they're friends. Buddy and buddies. He, and he notices the scars. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So scars. Jake has a, him. yeah, Jake yeah, has yeah, a cut neck him. and he's got scars on his back and they're, they're not bad scars. It's like, Oh man, I, you know, got weird knife cuts. Yeah. Last year. Yeah. In the shape of a, kind of like an X. Yeah. I but. fell into a pit when a house was being uh, built and some rebar scratched my back. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's exactly what it looks like. So it's it's not like he's been tortured or stabbed a bunch. It's just like, oh, yeah, cut yeah. up by a shitty knife. And they get yeah. better as the movie goes on. They change. They, they start to, I think they're healing. Hmm. Is, is that why the one in his neck? I, oh, because that. he's spending... T- oh, Matt, look wow. at this. Uh, this movie's deep, man. Yeah. This movie's got it's some deeper than that, that that body of water they're swimming in. Mm, that's for sure. Yes. That fills my toilet. That is for <laughs> sure. So uh, Packard essentially tells his little tweaker buddies, and this is where we meet Skank, who's drinking moonshine and gutter boy. And he's like, hey, keep an eye out of that kid. If he goes near Carrie, kill him. Pretty yeah. pretty rough demand of yeah, high school kids. That's <laughs> fucking heavy. For yeah. a dude they don't know. I Get was him like, at recess. Damn. I mean... Everyone said that, but you didn't really mean it. These guys, These guys really meant, meant this shit. Yeah. And they're all hopped up on drugs. Yeah. It's awesome. So then we cut to the local burger joints. This place is badass. Gratuitous Hopping. fast food. That's right. <laughs> no, nah, man, they actually show burgers being grilled yeah. and people That's slapping true. cheese on them. Billy's actually flip. You know, I bet you Billy cooked all the food for this movie. Like, Billy, hey, good job yeah. on the scene. Get back in the kitchen and flip some burgers. That's what I'm saying. It's like a lot of gratuitous fast food shots, just close-ups. <laughs> and the song that was playing? Might as well Oh, addicted to love. Addicted to oh, Doug. Right. How did they get the, the, the budget? to? Because that was a huge song in 86. It was. Yeah, I bet they paid a pretty penny for that. And the Aussie song. Mm-hmm. And Rebel Yell. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Billy Idol. Yep. Um, so the place had... is called Big K's Burger. Big K's Burgers. And so Matt brought another very awesome fact to my attention. So all the girls are, there's a bunch of girls that are the waitresses and they have roller skates. So it's like a, it's a car hop. It's a, what else do you call those places? Yeah. I I always refer to them as car hop. I don't know. Drive in type place. And one of the girls in the background, you'll see now very briefly. And I, I, I rewound it after Matt told me this. The girl waitress is a young Brooke Burke. That's right. Oh, really? Oh she, man! I, I think it's it's the, it's part of that opening shot, okay. and when the the dark haired girl rolls up to the window and she's like, "Yeah, hey, got your order." That's her. Hmm. Wow. I thought they should have named this restaurant the Under Boob. <laughs> Again, the camera work on chests is yep. crazy. <laughs> the Under Boob. But but again, this is a teen film. It's like let's cash in on these people's hormones, yep. and let's really make them want to watch this movie again and again, and and, oh, and yeah. pause this movie multiple times. Mm-hmm. Why would they pause this movie? 
Make popcorn. Duh. <laughs> Check out the rims and the cars racing. Yeah, that's right. Check out my cap. Oh, <laughs> buddy. <laughs> so, <laughs> so right away, uh, we're at the local burger joint, and something happens where Packard challenges Billy to a race. Oh, he was giving Carrie a ride because she was done with her shift. That's oh, right. Yeah, that pissed Packard off. And Packard's like, yeah. hey, hey, Billy, with your stupid car. What kind of car was it, Matt? It's a Triumph. Yeah. Yeah, it's Triumph. That's British right. car. Yeah, 1975. How many horsepower in that? That's got, uh, that'll get you delivery 53 horsepower at peak RPM. <laughs> what, what do you think that does 0 to 60 in? I'd be a 0 to 60 time of about 16 seconds. Yeah. Maybe a little yeah. under that if you're going downhill. This car is doing nothing to this Corvette. So the fact yeah, that he challenged Corvette. him is such an asshole thing to do. And Billy's like, Billy even looks at him like, dude, like, what the fuck? No. Yeah. I'm not going to race you. <laughs> But know. Billy holds his ground for the most part. I, yeah, he does a few times in this movie, and it finally catches up to him. He's but. undersized, but he he stands his ground. Billy's the the kid in high school that everybody likes. Yeah, he's the cool. He's just nice to everybody. He's mm-hmm. flipping burgers. He's giving you deals on your shakes. Yeah. Hey, hey, Josh, I got a malt for you. I give you fifty cents off. You're like, you're like, thanks, man. <laughs> He's, he's waving your late he buys fees everybody's at, friendship. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah pretty he, much. Yeah, he's, he's yeah, waving he's your late it. fees at Blockbuster. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, good dude. Anyways, he says no. He's not going to do it. And and I don't blame him because Packard is a huge asshat. Packard's flashing his knife at him. Yeah, he's got a little typical 80s switchblade. That stupid knife looks like it's good for nothing <laughs> except chopping foreskin or something. He got it at <laughs> scout camp. Yeah. It's not even good with that. It just does nothing. So, this is when we uh, we see the, the Wraith car right around this time mm-hmm. because... How do we see the car? What happens? It rolls up. You hear the engine first. You hear the sound. And, it and everyone's like, what's that car? Yeah, let's just add it to our it, it, it saves Billy because yes. Billy's about to get stabbed. The car rolls up. And everyone's like freaking out. And so the Rughead guy is like, everyone's like, what is that? He's like, well, let's let's catch it and find out. Yeah. <laughs> so the car takes off and they all go chasing after it. So oh. everyone in the gang has their own car. Like like in <laughs> what, what was that show? That Hanna Barbera cartoon where they did the races with the stupid dog and the helmet. Yeah. Oh yeah. my gosh. I can't remember. I was, about I was that. thinking about that and I can't think of That's it. this. They all have their own crazy car. Yeah. yeah. And oh. so they hop in their crazy cars, which is really cool, and they chase this. So they go down the road and the thing is stopped and they, they pull up to it and there's going to be a race. And then Mr. Bean goes, It's a race. <laughs> <laughs> So Augie's the one that's that's essentially uh, he's so first Augie up. he's first up. yeah he's first up he's like I'm I'm gonna race this guy and I'm gonna crush him what kind of ca- what kind of car is he driving Matt Augie's car is he's the uh, it's a 19, 1977 Firebird Trans Am man Ooh, that's a cool with, car with the blower that doesn't open wait what it doesn't yeah ever no <laughs> is that a supercharger on top <laughs> yeah. And it's supposed, you know, engines, they perform better with more air. Oxygen. This one is closed the entire time because it's fake. He's handicapping. (laughs) (laughs) Now, again. So he's going to lose no matter what. (laughs) So they they start racing. And it's a relatively close race at first. Then the police get involved with the race. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so you've got the police chasing the guy chasing... The Wraith, the Wraith in the Wraith's car. I, and I'd just like to add, the police car, it's a 1980 Chevy Malibu, and also the other one is a 1986 Dodge 600. I saw mostly Dodge 600s. Yeah, well, there is a Chevy, Chevy Malibu oh. tucked in there here and there. I did not see that. Sexy, sexy cars. <laughs> the, so really, of all the police cars in movies from... Remember, this is the mid-80s, right? 
These cars suck. Yeah. <laughs> they have the huge bulky lights on yeah. top. Oh, right. I, see, here's the thing. It was that terrible time between the large boats of the 70s, which I thought were really cool, like yeah. that you see in Live and Let Die, the James Bond film. Those cars are awesome. Fucking mm-hmm. indestructible beasts. Yeah. Then you, in the, yeah. you had this weird thing that happened with gas in the 70s. Then in the 80s, yeah. you got these shitty, boxy cars. And Dodge was a, a big culprit at making bad ones. Yeah. Agreed. And this movie is like, you know, let's highlight stupid cars. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone's yeah. like, great. Ouch. Yeah. I want to add that uh, two crew members died in the filming of this race down yeah. the canyon. Two? I, I thought it was, was just I one it was guy. Just one. Maybe it was just one. No, and they, then, they say and his second, name in the credits. And the second was injured. Hmm. Yeah, the... Yeah, was dedicated the cameraman to got thrown from the vehicle. Yeah. So one died and another got injured because yeah. they overloaded a vehicle with equipment and stuff. Oh, and shitty. Flipped. They couldn't keep up with those fast cars, man. Oh, no. my God. They yeah. were so fast. God. So it, it's funny. When we do see the Wraith car for the first time, you, you clearly, clearly see the emblem on the front of the car. Yes. I'm just like, they like painted couldn't over they put it. like a piece of t- like tape over it? Yeah. No. Or a skull or something cool. <laughs> yeah. It's like, how does this otherworldly car happen to be made by, you know, it makes I, Dodge? I, I mean, unless they didn't care, but I, I think they, it was probably some sort of, uh, they were obligated. Because hmm. I do know at one point Dodge insisted that they needed their name or some, some it, badging it, prominently. Does displayed. it have a Chrysler logo on it? Doesn't it's it? Chrysler, but Chrysler, yeah. Chrysler, Chrysler Dodge, Dodge Chrysler. Chrysler. Yeah. Plymouth. This was no more, nothing more than a ninety-minute General Motors commercial. <laughs> I, I wish there was more General Motors cars in there. <laughs> the truck was. There's a couple. So they're doing this race, and all of a sudden, the the Wraith car just like pulls away, and it's like the he, the guy that's racing was like, "Oh shit, I'm about to about to lose," and he goes around the sharp corner. All of a sudden, the car, the Wraith car, is parked in the middle of the road, and he slams on his brakes. Not enough time. Nope. Yep. He T-bones it, and both cars explode. However, the dude's car flies through the Wraith's car on fire and rolls for 45 minutes on fire <laughs> yeah. down a hill. Yeah. Re- real, it's a real shot. It's an actual flaming car hulk rolling yeah. down a mountainside. And then I was watching. I'm like, this could have started like a major wildfire. wildfire. I, I wondered yeah. about that. That thought came to mind. Because yeah. there's, it's, it's like crashing over actual trees and plants, yeah. and it's, it's the desert. Tucson. There's a lot of fire and explosions that they set in the desert. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's gratuitous. This thing rolls down the mountain in slow motion. It's gratuitous as hell. Yeah, it's cool. <laughs> so then we see what happens, though. The Wraith car magically reappears with lightning and you know, Ra- Wraith magic. And magic. Wraith magic, yeah. yeah. And it's back, and what does it do? Kind of drives away. And the police show up. The police see the Wraith car, but they're more worried about the kid that just flung himself off the cliff. So what do they do? They look look over the cliff, and the sheriff pulls up, and they start talking shit about the dead kid. Yeah. And then you know what the sheriff says? Call the meat wagon. Yeah, yeah, he says, call the meat wagon. (laughs) That's what... that's the part that reminded me of Tommy Boy. Yep. Here well, comes the meat right. wagon. Sitting in there with the cars. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So call the meat wagon. The kid's dead. And then all the... So the cops gather up the whole gang. They bring him by the crash site. And no one gives a shit. Nobody gives a shit they, about Augie. Honestly, no one pretends to. I, I guess Carrie, but she's not part of the gang. She kind of cries about it. Because the mm-hmm. only reason she cries is because Augie lived down the street. Yep. Oh, yeah, he lived does. down the she street. Small town. She also was fa- infatuated with his navel. 
He was like, borrowing because he shirts. wears belly shirts. Yeah. I mean, he did have a great set of abs on him. Yeah, <laughs> Hollywood is the name of the guy from Mannequin, by the way. Oh, okay. oh, that's right. You're welcome. That's right. Do you need to do an impression of Hollywood? I can't remember. Uh, I've, it's Just be super since. flamboyant, hilarious, and awesome. That's too much to ask of you, I know. Okay. So this whole thing happens, and the sheriff wants to find out who is driving the other car, and he doesn't believe the gang when they're like, we don't fucking know. No idea. But the gang's kind of upset, but not that upset, right? Whatever. Yeah, moving on. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny, Doug. You said, Doug talked about calling the meat wagon. I just wrote, call the meat wagon, Ogie dead. Yep. <laughs> dot, dot, dot. <laughs> Sad. So we see that the Wraith is actually watching from above on the rocks, not in his car, but like we see his little space suit again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's just like watching them. Why? I don't know. They don't, don't know. allude to it. No one sees it. He's just like in the distance watching. If he's otherworldly, does he need to watch? Or why wouldn't he just be one of his little orbs and just. That's mm-hmm. what I mean. But I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But <laughs> so. Spaceman shots. They, they, we, get, we finally get a close up of the Wraith guy on the rocks, and he has an arm brace, and it magically disappears. Yeah. Do you think the guys in Daft Punk were fans of this movie? They oh, had the same helmet. Yeah. <laughs> so I know they were heavily influenced by Tron, but mm-hmm. this outfit kind of looks like their shit too. Yeah. It definitely sure. does. Definitely does. So yeah, Packard does this weird thing as they're driving away. Him and Carrie are driving back and he takes his switchblade. Yeah. And he t- and he tells Carrie that they're blood brothers. Yeah. Oh, this is so stupid. And he's like so gonna weird. cut her hand and she's like, No, you creep and he's like, Let me grab the blade of my knife and cut the fuck out of my hand. <laughs> yeah. Then he tastes some of his own blood and he like tries to put it like in Carrie's mouth and she's like, Ow. Yeah. <laughs> this is when you know this guy's not as tough as he claims because he was going to cut her, and then she just said no. And he's like, oh, God. Well, I'll, cut myself. I'll cut myself to intimidate. <laughs> I was bad. And then he couldn't even touch her with his own blood. <laughs> it's, it's, it, these scenes made me uncomfortable. I'm like, oh, God. Sam, this guy's a total fuck. But it's, yeah. it's, what it's showing us is, you know, remember, she hasn't had the courage to stand up to him yet, guys. Yeah. We, we get there in this movie. Progress is made with the characters. Character development is key. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, she probably gets um, to Josh's point. She's probably getting like free HBO or something from the call center. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So that's very true. <laughs> so now we 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 go back and we cut to the local uh, gang's garage. Um, so we have the whole crew is there. You know, the rughead guy is talking about some type of device you put on an engine. What does it do? <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, it's in case you run. It it kills it'll kill it, your circuitry the electronics oh, yeah. and yeah, yeah and he's talking about this device and apparently like, these what? guys are like mechanical geniuses mm-hmm. well yeah the rughead rug is <laughs> so this shot by the way in this it's in a cool like old barn up on the side of a hill if you look at the inside of the shot there's the shop there's no way these kids have enough money to buy like <laughs> I know. it's like we only use snap on tools here <laughs> I'm like no there's no way yeah. that Corvette alone that's a, it wasn't a cheap car. No. And it's heavily modified. They got every tool, extra rims and wheels, and they're building shit. I'm like, no. So they're hanging out in there, and all of a sudden, this Wraith guy who we've just seen shows up with a shotgun and shoots up the shop. <laughs> yes. Now, he's not shooting people. No. He's shooting, shooting the all the cars. He's yeah. shooting things. Yeah. Now, I have to say, everyone's scared except for Packard. Packard's mildly annoyed he's yeah. most concerned about that new engine that was hanging yeah there he's that, but he's mm-hmm. mildly annoyed he's like yeah and then the wraith like kind of puts a shotgun by his head and he just looks at him like total indifference like kill me i dare you yeah <laughs> and and the wraith doesn't he just shoots more shit in the garage how is he gonna race for pinks now 
Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. We He opens his visor for a second, and I'm like, oh, it's Charlie Sheen. I'm like, oh, no, it's not. It's some guy. I don't know who the hell it is. Yeah, random dude. <laughs> it's a random dude. But it's the guy who's supposed to. I know, I know who it's yeah. supposed to be. I'm just saying at this point in the movie, I'm just like, who the fuck is this? <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's true. This was Packard's only outlet from the call center, and he just shot that shit up <laughs> to pieces. Then what does he do? His side hustle. <laughs> after after he's shooting, he just disappears. Mm-hmm. Yeah, gone. And by the way, how did Skank get up on the rafters? <laughs> they look up, up and like Skank's up on the on, on the on the rafters, like tweaking out. And Packard's like, "Get down, you bitch!" <laughs> he's <laughs> like salacious crumb when he gets shocked. He, yeah, he, <laughs> jump, he jumps up and he's grabs gonna, the rafters. He's like a cartoon that gets scared. Whoa! <laughs> launches up. so this is when we we cut to the sheriff and he finds skank and his dumb buddy um working at an old like it's like where they a boneyard for aircraft and they're they're taking parts off his their uncle owns it or something what's their job just to stamp everything that says okay to fly (laughs) yeah well i think he's just doing that because he's stupid this scene was actually filmed at the davis monthan air force base which is the largest military aircraft boneyard in the world i have personally been there cool isn't that cool my grandparents yeah. lived in tucson and so i spent some time down there so they huh. put it there because it's a very dry climate and that shit won't rust there as fast that's so. correct and then the military go and pluck parts when they need them hmm. that's correct so yeah so they're down there pulling parts and you know the sheriff you know shows up and he's kind of talking shit he's trying to like scare them but no one's scared because it's Randy Quaid. <laughs> yeah, and his dialogue is so hilarious and strange. It is seriously Saturday morning cartoon yeah. dialogue. And I loved it. It's saved I, by the Bell. It is. Yeah. I loved his dialogue. I'm mm-hmm. like, this is stupid, awesome shit. Yeah. So he delivers all that. And <laughs> we then we cut back to Big K's Burger Bar, which my favorite scene in the movie is that big case i just like that place i want to go there oh yeah. yeah if i was like 16 that's where i would be oh i would absolutely hang out I'd like there. let me get let me High get school? a triple burger a shake and uh brooke burke please deliver my fries right let me watch you roll around apparently it was it was actually like a beauty salon that they modified to look like a burger oh, joint because yeah. of how Seriously? cool it looked yeah but this uh this left. movie did make me crave a hamburger while i was watching it yeah very gratuitous yeah. Shots. It is. I'm <laughs> telling you, this is a commercial <laughs> for the underboob. Yeah. So, anyways, the sheriff is there, and he orders a burger, and he hates pickles, and he picks the pickles off his burger, and he sees Packard and the crew. They show up with all their dumb vehicles that are now back together after being shot up. Like the one belt. is. It's like they kind of fixed the vet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. With some duct tape oh yeah, because afterwards it's got, it's got it. like patches on it and yeah. shit. Oh, and this is where uh, when the when the girl rolls up to uh, Loomis, no charge for the Sarge. Oh like, yeah, I'm, I'm a, a lieutenant. I'm a lieutenant. <laughs> He's that's, the sheriff. That's bullshit. Yeah, <laughs> like I thought this was serious shit. They only have a lieutenant on this. Where's the sheriff? Where is the sheriff? He is the I sheriff. He was the sheriff. That's what doesn't but make but, sense. Yeah. yeah. If you're the sheriff, you're not the lieutenant sheriff. You're just yeah, the sheriff. The lieutenant. Well, he's an asshole sheriff because then he yeah. just throws his food out the window and I know. Well, because happening. Packard finds a note in his Corvette and it says to meet the Wraith at Lookout Mountain Road. Yeah, the Wraith is he's his uh he's crafty. My, my my theory is his suit. He's got like uh like what Predator has. He can just blend like a chameleon. Oh, hmm. I, I think I, believe, I think he can. Yeah, because he's in and out of places. So Packard's pissed, and what does he do? He drives right right to Lookout Mountain Road. And so the cops follow Packard, 
And, you know, the sheriff calls everyone, but they stay out of sight. They're very sneaky. Mm-hmm. So they get to the road, and the wraith shows up, and the Letterman jacket kid, he's like, yes. you know what? Next up. I'm going to race this turn. fool for my, my buddy, Aggie. And so he hops in his car. And Matt, what car is it again? This was the 1977 Firebird Trans Am. Nice. Yeah, with a... Uh, that baby had a 402 in it. How many horsepower do you think? It was... Uh, I don't think. I know it had 200 horsepower. It's bony's under the hood unless they modified it. You know how many foot-pounds of torque? That would be 325 foot-pounds of torque. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I would have guessed seven. <laughs> yeah. Again, it's it's this is a reasonably fast car. Fast for the time, but it's an old car at the time of this movie. But, Anyways, he's going to race for Augie, and we have the same exact race... That we had yeah. 10 minutes yeah. before in the movie. Yeah. Same this, shots. This scene introduces the cool, like, pink glowing engine of the Wraith's car. Oh, that's, oh, right. that's, that's right. That's where Rughead, he was going to Rughead's going to put the thing the... on, yeah. He's like, Packard! By the way, Rughead has the job of, like, starting the race. So he's, like, yeah. instead of the girl with, <laughs> like, the, the handkerchief, the he's the really ugly, weird dude with the hair <laughs> that's like, go! Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty funny. <laughs> so they race, and we have the exact same scenario, exact same crash, exact same outcome. Mm-hmm. Death. Now, when these people die in these car wrecks, here's kind of something that's weird. When the paramedics pull the bodies out, they're not injured or burned. No. No, they look totally normal. Yeah, Except Doggy's eyes were burned out. Blacked out. Yeah. But he had hair still. Though. Yeah. So something supernatural is happening with these yeah. bodies. Mm-hmm. Indeed. Indeed. I what the it cops is. get a bad feeling about this. Yeah, I think I think <laughs> that the wraith is uh, taking their essence to become whole again. Uh, that sounds like some Harry Potter <laughs> shit. It does. <laughs> Why does he got to take their clothes? They, well, the clothes burn off. Just the bodies don't. Because the wraith gets cold at night. But also, in the like desert. those the random the like things also disappear. Yeah. So the stuff comes off his like his like. Yeah. And his uniform, again, another thing, like a leg brace this time disappears. Mm-hmm. Because he's becoming less wraithy. Okay. I'm sorry, See, it's not, it's not very obvious in the movie. I was just like, wraithy. So the wraith kills the guy, and they set up a, a roadblock, a roadblock the police do. Oh, and, yeah, this is cool. <laughs> and so the wraith stops, and he kind of revs his engine, and he drives right through the police cars and explode them and pretty mm-hmm. much mess up a bunch of cars. Yeah. It's actually a, a cool... Scene. It's all practical effects. The car, the car chases in these movies look okay, but you can tell in real life they're not going above forty miles an hour. They they use the Mad Max kind of close to the road shots. And Nowhere they speed up the camera. Yeah, but lot. they don't do it anywhere near as good as Mad Max no. did. Period. Yeah. Well, a few things did anything as well as those movies. Yeah, <laughs> good point. True. But yeah, they tried. So, anyways, then the wraith just disappears into blue smoke. Mm-hmm. Boom! Guess where we cut to, guys? We cut to Big K's Burgers. We <laughs> get that hamburgers, man, and but, under boob. Between yep. <laughs> between boob shots and hamburger shots, close up. I mean, this is close to a perfect movie. Yep. <laughs> if you're an American, it's got a lot going for it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, you know, people like now will talk about how they don't like that about these movies, but it definitely reminds me of when I was younger. And it has a charm to it. It's done on purpose. It's done to be fun. Mm-hmm. Um. And the whole the whole addition of like the food thing, I think, really is hilarious. Showing the buns and the burgers, mm-hmm. and yeah. then it cuts right to the waitresses, and then you got it's just it's fun to mm-hmm. me. It's like summer. It's relatable. Yeah, <laughs> it's like you know when you're when you're a teenage boy in the summer, and you go to the local burger joint, and your girlfriend's working the register, and yep. you're starving to death. 
Yeah. You got the got the scary straight edge kids parked outside. <laughs> yeah. That's this. Y'all camp out in your little area. Yeah. You do. Yeah. Your girlfriend comes out and she stinks like grease. <laughs> yes. <laughs> She's like, sorry, honey, I worked the fryer tonight. You're like, damn it. Yeah. <laughs> you smell terrible. I like when you days. work the shakes. Your hair smell smells like, chocolate. like American cheese. <laughs> <laughs> I, I always worked in pizza joints when I was a kid, and that smell, when you smell like that pizza, yep. it doesn't go away. Like, I'd get in my room and, like, take my clothes off and go do <laughs> yeah. something and come back, and I'd be like, holy shit, it smells <laughs> it's in like there. A, yep. You're just you're walking fast Terrible. through the kitchen. Yep. So, yeah, so we're at Big K's, and Carrie and Billy are just hanging around outside because it's late, and they see this weird light in the sky. Kind of looks like a, I don't know, like a slow-moving reflective asteroid that's not entered the atmosphere. UAV. Yeah, something. And right when it kind of goes out of view, Jake shows up. There's Jake. He's just there. Yep. Looking, boom, looking boom. cool. You hear his, mm-hmm. the engine. So he, he gives Carrie a ride, and he's you know taking her home. And on the way home, Skank sees Jake and Carrie, and he's like, you know what? Let's chase these fools down. He's in the car with Gutter Boy. Skim, Skank, Skim. <laughs> so they're they're chasing them. What kind of car do they drive? They they drive a uh, 1966 Plymouth Barracuda. A Barracuda. Now it's a shitty Barracuda. It's not it like shiny and nice. It's all effed up because they're tweakers mm-hmm. and they don't care. And they don't take care of shit. So this chase scene is is amusing because you know Jake's bike is slow and terrible, and he's got a passenger on the back. And somehow he outsmarts them, and he causes them to roll the car. Yeah. Well, actually, what yeah. causes them to roll the car is during the chase, Skank tells uh, Gutter Boy to pull out a sawed-off shotgun oh, yeah. and shoot the tires of the bike out. And, and what's Gutter Boy doesn't like guns, right, Matt? No, he doesn't like guns. What does he say about guns? I don't want the shotgun, Skank. I don't want the shotgun. <laughs> <laughs> and what is he? He like shoots the he, floor he out totally, of his own car. Yeah, he shoots the floorboard, which somehow shoots out. The steering. Now the steering's on the other side of the car. (laughs) Yeah. So, anyways, they lose control. The car flips, and as the car flips, you know you're wondering if they're alive. And they crawl out of the car and skank. They're in like an alley. They crawl out unscathed. Unscathed. (laughs) Skank crawls over to a can of WD-40, puts the thing up his nose, and huffs it immediately. I was like, "Damn, this dude is hard." <laughs> and so they're all butthurt that they lost, you know, Jake and they don't know what to do. And then we cut to Jake and he gets to Carrie's house. He drops her off and he's, you know, it's Charlie Sheen. He's really smooth. He's starting you know, making out. Oh, man. Typical teenage makeout session. I love when he leaves Carrie, when he walks away. Carrie's looking at him like she really, in real life, <laughs> yeah. is like, you are a hot yeah. ass dude. <laughs> I want to do this scene 10 times over. You are a hot knuckle. <laughs> I know. I was just like, she's good like, for you, Charlie. Yeah. Either that or she hates him and she's a much better actress than we think. Yeah. But yeah. they I they have a connection. I, I don't think Charlie Sheen is very likable. <laughs> I get the impression he's not a likable person. I think he was. <laughs> I bet he was. I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't he's care. Hot. I, I think he just he got weirded out later in his career. I don't think he was a total... Yeah. Maniac at first. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Anyways, they're going to meet up the next day. So he leaves. But as he's, he leaves, we see that Skank finds um, his buddy Packard. Packard, yeah. And they're driving, and they're talking about what happened. And all of a sudden, Packard gets rear-ended by the Wraith's car into <laughs> yes. a cemetery, into a headstone with his with own his name, name on it. Awesome. Well, he gets rear-ended. But not very hard. Well, hard enough ro- to push him. He over rolls the curb. like forty feet. Yeah. 
takes out a number of tombstones. He was in neutral. He didn't put his foot on the bridge. He rolls through a fence and over several tombstones. Yeah. yeah. Now, this this is another thing. I This scene is so out of place, but because this movie is kind of so over the top with good cinematography, it actually works. Yeah. And then when he's in the graveyard, all of a sudden the wraith comes out from behind the tomb. Yeah. <laughs> it's really strange. It is strange. And I really like it. So that on the tomb, it just says the dude's name, right? Yeah. Packard mm-hmm. Walsh. And then under it, it just says Rip. Yeah. <laughs> I think, you know, it's foreshadowing his own death. But I think it also foreshadows, like, when you die, no one's going to care about you because you're a huge asshole. Huge piece of shit. So it's like a, a Scrooge. <laughs> We're just oh, going to throw situation. you in a hole, you ass. And, and something I forgot, when, when, when Jake's making out with Carrie on the front porch, Packard is, is somewhere hiding watching it. Yeah. Is he crying? Oh, yeah. He is crying yes. at this point. <laughs> he's like, yeah. he's really crying. Yeah. I didn't notice. Man, he had tears coming That's down. That's my girl. Yeah. So then anyways, then he gets rear-ended. It's the puka in the shell necklace that made him <laughs> it was, sensitive. It was he's a sensitive sweet, bro. <laughs> and, and, and Packard actually sees, as Jake drives away in his motorcycle, he sees him disappear into four pieces of light, That's which what, is yeah. a tremendous special effect. It really is. It, yeah. it looks cool. Yeah. Like the lights all just pew. Yep. Accompanied by awesome synth wave. Yeah, there is yeah, there is some cool synthwave. So speaking of synthwave, I'm yeah. sure some of you know the the album Outrun by Kavinsky. You don't know that? Uh I don't know. Synthwave. I don't know. The artist is Kavinsky. You know how much synthwave is out there? Anyway, <laughs> I think that album because the album itself is uh like a fake soundtrack to a movie that's kind of like this. You mean like every synthwave album? Yeah, but yeah. Uh, I think that would have been a better soundtrack to this movie than. Oh, I mean, well, Mitch probably. Murder did stuff that would be good. I, we could mm-hmm. we could start talking synthwave for days. Yeah, that's right for sure. Synthwave Just, episode coming up yeah, soon. <laughs> so <laughs> we we cut to the next day, and we're at the gang's garage and. Packard is sleeping with a woman. He's moving on. But it is not Carrie. Yeah. And it yeah. doesn't seem consensual. <laughs> no. Yeah. Well, well it's, I, it's I, didn't, I didn't get that until the sheriff says Yeah, when the sheriff comes stuff. in, he, she doesn't seem like she's too into it. Yeah. Yeah, but we, we get some full nudity, essentially, mm-hmm. um, in a PG-13 film. Yeah, which I was surprised Thank by. you, 1986. Yeah. Although... Uh, I guess you do see Heston's full-on dick in Planet of the Apes, <laughs> and that's PG, so... Yeah. I mean, now, it, yeah. The, the rating system is is always been so inconsistent. Yeah. It's like, what's the point of it? Mm-hmm. They should just tell you before you see the movie, hey, this movie has these things in it. If you don't want to see it because of these things, then, you know, you're stupid. Get out of here. Yeah. So, anyways. Yeah, he's messing around with this chick, but the sheriff walks in and interrupts. And he's annoyed but again he doesn't care about anything and the girl is laying there kind of naked and the sheriff tosses you know her shirt back to her he's like you okay and she's like yeah i'm good and that's it yeah that's the scene Mm -hmm. yeah she does not seem happy to be there that scene is just there to show off some boobs yeah Yeah. and i'm for it (laughs) so then we cut to carrie and jake they meet up at that shitty creek again the backyard pool yeah. No, or whatever it is. <laughs> They're at the water spot, and Carrie starts, you know, talking to Jake about her dreams. I had a dream, and it meant something. And Jake's like, I understand your dream. And then all of a sudden, she's like, let's make out, and I'm going to take my right breast out of my bathing yeah. suit. <laughs> well, and she says, I like you, right? And then he says, I love you. And, she, oh, yeah. and then he makes out with her, yeah. and she's like, yes. I would, if I was her, I'd be like, that's a red flag. Because yeah. at this point, she doesn't know it's like, 
the guy that was well, into her before. We're seeing so. weird flashbacks. We've seen oh, one right. before very briefly of a dude looks like he's getting murdered and he's mm-hmm. messing around with a girl. We see this other flashback now of the guy and he's he's having sex with this girl. He gets ripped away from her. They like put the blanket over the girl's head. Again, nudity. Punch yeah. her in the face and then they kill this guy. They're stabbing him. It's and it's shot in like black and red. Yeah, yeah it's, like <laughs> it's really weird. It the, the whole way they cut these sequences in, sequences in doesn't make a whole lot of sense no. to me. But it, I mean, it does kind of come together. And eventually. this is this was your hint, Josh, that you apparently missed. <laughs> no, like I got the flashbacks. I got the. I don't know. There's just like, <laughs> like why did he come? I guess it's just revenge. Like purely, like that's all that's driving. That's what this movie yeah. is. Yeah, but. I, it's saved by the bell with revenge. Yes. <laughs> and boobs. And yeah. boobs. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love I wrote Carrie pops her swimsuit off and she messed around with Jake and the Dirty Stream. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good band name, Jake and the Dirty Streams. Jake and the Dirty Streams. <laughs> and I, guess, I guess all of those shots, if you notice when they're making out at certain cuts, the back of his head, you're like, that is not Charlie Sheen. <laughs> Yeah, it's like, like a stand-in. And I guess probably Johnny Depp. Probably Johnny Depp. They had to shoot that later because Sheen was off shooting Platoon mm-hmm. and he yeah. was filming. But the, those shots they seemed unnecessarily. But I, I again, the, this this guy really focused on specific things, yes. which actually makes the movie ultimately work better. I mm-hmm. think I, I I enjoyed it. Whatever. So when we cut to the gang, they're all in jail now, being questioned by the sheriff. And the sheriff says some of the dumbest things I've ever heard. And they're essentially piecing together what's been going on with the Wraith. And, you know, it's so it's Packard, Skank, Rughead, and Gutter Boy. And the sheriff's like, you need to find who this mystery racer is. You stop digging for nose gold and whatever he says. <laughs> yeah. It's so insane. Oh, <laughs> yeah, when the dude's picking his nose. He, he, yeah. he talks like, again, like a cartoon character. Mm-hmm. And it's it's amusing to me. This is the scene where we hear, uh, we're the rebel, yeah! Oh, yeah, we yeah. hear Billy Idol. By the way, uh, Billy Idol, favorite Billy Idol song, Matt. Oh, you put me on the spot. I just did. did. Shit. I I'll have to th- Hold on, let me think. Josh. <sighs> what? Come back to Doug. me. Doug. Flash oh. for fantasy. No, no. What's Eyes without a face. I just wanted to sing too. Flash for fantasy. We got no human race. <laughs> we're eyes without a face. Come on, I Matt. Mean, Billy that, Idol song. No, that whole think. album is incredible. Uh, Billy Idol is the shit. I saw him in concert once, and he was awesome. I saw him in a movie with Adam Sandler <laughs> called The Wedding Singer. <laughs> Which he was is a good, an amazing movie. Yeah. yeah, it's one of my You're go-to. Matt is looking you? up Billy Idol songs because he's a stupid person. Dancing no. with myself. Is that what you're gonna say? <laughs> Dancing <laughs> with myself. My oh, 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 oh. <laughs> I rock the cradle of love. <laughs> That that Ooh, music video, like that Cradle of Love, blew my mind yeah. when it came yeah. out as yeah. a totally. young man. It was like song. Chris Isaac's. Uh, oh, d- yeah. What's that song when they're oh, rolling around on the beach? Yeah. What a love love <laughs> with you. That video too. also drew, and and Paula Abdul's Cold Hearted Snake. Mm. I could hardly contain myself when that came on. <laughs> I'm a cold hearted snake. <laughs> Matt is still <laughs> looking up Billy eyes. Idol. Oh, he's been telling lies. Matt? You know, I'll go with uh, To Be a Lover. <laughs> what? Look, no, that's Casually what? pull that shit. He's like, it's just I, the first one I saw. No, I, I told Looking up deep cuts. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, what? I'm, I know, I'm kidding. Matt's stupid. No white wedding? White wedding? Come on. White wedding. Yeah. 
Okay. <laughs> Sorry, we digress. Billy Idol. When Billy Idol, you know, there's a lot to talk about. Roy. Anyway, so <laughs> Rughead packs his shit. We're back at the barn, and Rughead is smart. He's like, you know what? This thing is supernatural. You're in trouble with the police. You're all going to die. Peace out. And so he walks out of their weird barn shop, and guess what shows up? The Wraith. Now, it's going to run him over, but it doesn't. Drives past him. Now, Skank and Gutter Boy are in the barn talking smack and ready to get high and do something. Well, that's right. They're g- gassing up the, the Cuda. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah. so what does the Wraith do? Drives full <laughs> right speed into, into the them. And then half this movie's budget is wasted in an instant right there. <laughs> with 85 tons of TNT to blow so this place cool. up. Another huge fire in the desert. <laughs> yeah. This explosion is... It's really it's great. Good. This is one of the better explosions you'll see. This mm-hmm. explosion could have been in Predator. It could have been in Terminator. <laughs> yeah, it yeah. should have been in those movies. Yeah. It was awesome. Yeah, it's a big time. Big like, time they explosion. blew the shit out of this place. So they're dead. They're straight up dead. And yep. the, the police, again, right behind the wraith, they sh- they come in and Rugheads walking around the wreckage. Like, oh. And I love they do the stupid cliche where his face is all dirty so you can tell he's been in a fire oh yeah <laughs> he's been searching his, the wreckage but his hands are perfectly clean <laughs> he touched the stuff with his face <laughs> he put his face down in the ashes and cried so now so because he's so delirious and sad apparently he totally spills the beans that it was his gang that murdered the boy now we know the boy's name and we learned that the boy is the brother of billy mm-hmm. the short order cook at big k's mf and burgers What's the name of this character? Jamie? The, the Jake? No. Jamie. That was Jamie. Jamie what? Oh, that's right. Jamie. I'm fine. No, he's dead. They say his name. I don't remember what it is. Uh, Jamie Hawkins. Jamie Baloney. Jamie Hawkins. Oh, that's right. Because oh. Sheriff Rollins taught us. Yep. Jamie. Yeah. <laughs> so he tells. So he spills the beans, essentially, is what Rughead does, because he's so relieved to be alive. Now, the Wraith loses more stuff. This is probably why Jamie sur- or uh, Rughead survives because he he came up. clean. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he came clean. He came and clean. Gave him up. He's yeah. remorseful. And and he wasn't. It didn't sound like he was directly involved with the slashing. Uh, no, he just said, "I didn't know what they were doing. I didn't yeah. know they were there. I was uh, too busy doing my hair, my, man. My, my glasses all fogged up. There was some hot <laughs> sex going on. Yeah. So we like <laughs> a g- g- girl. <laughs> so, so we cut to, to Billy making burgers, obviously a big case, and the sheriff comes in to question him, and the sheriff tells Billy about skinks and gutter boy, and Billy's like, oh, they're dead? <laughs> Too bad. He, <laughs> he doesn't care. So then Billy tells um, how Carrie was with his brother, Jamie Hankins, when he died, and we learn that these flashbacks are showing the murder of Jamie Hankins, the girl that we see um, half naked writhing around before she's knocked unconscious is Carrie, mm-hmm. and they actually have found her three days later walking down the road with nothing but a blanket, right? Mm-hmm. And she doesn't remember anything. So she doesn't know what happens to her ex-boyfriend. Billy didn't know what happened to his brother. The gang killed him, which is why Packard is a psychopath. He was jealous of Jamie, mm-hmm. murdered him, and then as being this controlling psychopath because he yeah. took a life. He's like, I killed someone. He even does that speech like, if you're not going to be my girl, you're not going to be anybody's oh, yeah. girl. No one's girl. This is a small town. <laughs> so... Uh, at the burger, at the burger place, um, poor Billy is outside, and Packard shows up and abducts Carrie. He picks her up and like throws her in his car, like not in a cool way. And no one, Brooke Burke doesn't do anything. <laughs> and this is the God scene damn where it, Brooke Burke. Is Brooke Burke's like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be, 
very famous later, but for right now, I'm just an extra. I'm not going to do anything. I'm just going to watch. Is this a scene where the cop puts way too much sugar in his coffee <laughs> No, and then w- steals the fucking coffee? That that happens at some point, yeah. yeah. The sheriff steals. He comes no, that's when he's talking to Billy. He right? comes yeah. in and questions yeah. Billy. Yeah, he just keeps pouring Billy. that sugar <laughs> for like... 19 seconds. Yeah. yeah, he upends it and lets it flow. And it's one of those big mouth sugar dispensers yeah. where you know a lot of sugar yes. comes out at once. Well, it's decaf, so he needs the sugar <laughs> yes. for energy. Because it so. is the orange cat coffee. Yep. <laughs> so this is, he, he picks her up, those are in the car, and Billy comes out. He's like, hey, Packard, you son of a bitch. And he goes up to punch him, and he can't bring himself to punch another human being. He's too nice. Such a good guy. No. And because of that, he gets the shit kicked out <laughs> yeah. of him in front yeah. of everyone. He really does. He's punched in the face. He's kicked on the ground. And, ev- and everyone's just watching. No one cares. And I felt bad for Billy. Everyone mm-hmm. just, yeah, they're too just scared, I guess, of happen. Packard. Yes. Yes. let him take her. Packard and his <laughs> oh, tiny yeah. pecker switchblade. Yep. <laughs> so Packard has Carrie in the car with him, and they, he drives away with the vet. And he goes, we're driving to Santa Barbara. Oh yeah. I'm like, why Santa Barbara? Because it's nice there. It is a nice Good place. Weather. He Ferris. would not fit in in Santa Barbara. That's where the no. Ferris wheel is, right? He better get yeah, a shirt if he pier. wants to go they, to they Santa Barbara. They do have the pier there, yeah. <laughs> they don't put up with open vest. Now, it's Carrie. where my mom lives. We have a place. <laughs> She'll let us stay in her basement. <laughs> so now Carrie. So earlier in the movie, Jake told Carrie, he's like, you need to stand up for yourself. Or he says some stupid thing. Yeah. And in the car ride, she does. She starts saying to Packer, she's like, I've never loved you, been in love with you, I don't like you, nothing. And, and so I'm she's not going. Yeah, she's like, no. And, you know, Packer can't handle this. He's like, oh, my ego. Yeah. So he punches her in the face real quick. <laughs> 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 he does this little quick, like, yeah. it's almost like a rabbit punch, but just right in her face. He's like, papa. And she's yeah. like, ah. She, she takes it, though. And then, you know, she's tough. She's like, you know, no. Okay, that that rabbit punch. I'm sorry, I watched it like four times because it's so weird and so quick. Did you notice that? Oh yeah. He's also yeah. like, yeah, yeah, okay, bam. bam. She's like, oh shit. It's because everything he does is so pussy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and like, then, by the way, Carrie talks shit about Nogales. You guys been to Nogales, Arizona? No. Yeah. It's the border town. Yeah. It's a shithole. It is shithole. No offense, Nogales, but your town's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all the offense. Yeah. She was right. Nogales not a great place. <laughs> no bueno. No, it's not bueno. <laughs> Nogales, Arizona. Hello. You're listening. Sorry. <laughs> we love you. We love you. Anyways, the Wraith, of course, shows up and him and Packard got a race. That's just yep. the way it happens. Now, Carrie, she's got to walk home, but. The Wraith and Packard. So I, I had two questions about this. The send-off, okay. though. First of all, there was no rug head to mark the official go. Or and, start the race. Yeah. And so secondly, where the hell are they racing to? Where's the finish line? That wasn't the established. The finish line is death. Is the, yeah. is the one whose heart stops yeah. beating. Because yep. Packard didn't learn his lesson from the last two deaths. <laughs> yes. yeah, the- now the finish line is when Packard goes, okay, time. <laughs> I, 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 <laughs> he's ahead slightly. I love that he throws <laughs> he his- down the window. Hey, we're done. <laughs> we're done. It was time that out. cactus back there. <laughs> Over. I, I called win. it. I called it. I love that he puts his dumb racing helmet yep. on again. Yeah. And so they're racing, and guess what happens? The cops start chasing the racers again and we That's see right. the third exact same scene yeah this this chase scene is not <laughs> exciting or great the the cool part of this chase scene is when all the there's like some car carriers yeah. on the road that was cool and they oh, hit yeah. something and the one falls off and there's a chain and it yeah. rips the, there's some cool stuff that's a cool mm-hmm. part uh, but it's not the, the scenes again are not very dynamic so they do the whole scene we get the whole same thing the wraith appears out of nowhere 
not the car, the the guy. Yeah. And That's right. yeah, the vet hits him and explodes. Yeah. Because he's a strong man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The car like explodes. Packard's dead. Except he's looks pristine with no clothes right. on in the wreckage. <laughs> well, hey, wh- why don't we have a roadblock? Because roadblocks won't stop nothing that he, won't be stopped. He really looks the same because he almost wore no shirt throughout the movie. That's true. So. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, that line is an actual line. Roadblocks won't stop nothing that won't be stopped. Yeah. That's what the sheriff says. <laughs> yeah. like, what? That wasn't from Scooby-Doo. <laughs> no. Do you, do you think he ad-libbed that? <laughs> he must have. It, you know, we then cut to Carrie, and she's probably walked 40 miles. Yeah, what the hell? All the way home, and the Wraith... Like he's he more couldn't ex- give her a ride. No, I can't be bothered. So I'm too busy wraithing. The wraith car rolls up and it's Jake. And right then, Carrie realizes, Jake, you're Jamie Hawkins, my boyfriend. <laughs> ah, yeah. And you so know what does... Jake says? You Jake's like, sorry, I transformed to the closest thing I could. Yeah, and it's close enough. So does he get to stay as Sheen yep. forever? I, no, he's remember he leaves. He's done. Oh, that's right. So he doesn't even get to bone down. No, he was getting his. We cut to Carrie, who has walked like forty miles all the way home, and the wraith shows up, and well, you know, Charlie shows up. Oh no, no, that's no, right, the it's car. The car, and it opens car. up, and Jake gets out, and she looks at him. Well, after he sheds his, yeah, you know who I am, and she's like, "Oh, you're not Jake. You're my boyfriend who's dead, <laughs> Jamie, Jamie Hawkins." So they 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 embrace. And they have this very touching moment. And we see the interior of the car is really just a piece of fiberglass, like spray painted (laughs) black. It is terrible. Hey, I knew the guy that had that car. I went to high school with that guy. Yeah, he's like, this (laughs) car sucks. Slayer painted on his hood of his truck. Nice. We all thought he was cool. So he kind of gives her embrace and tells her to live her life type of situation. And then we see that he goes to the burger bar. And he sees Billy. And, he, and, you know, Billy is not as smart as Carrie. Billy's like, man, I, I know you, man. You're cool. Hey, bro. He's like, I got something for you, bro. Yeah, bro. <laughs> yeah, Gives him bro. the car keys. And Somehow the cops will go to your house. Yeah, what the hell? <laughs> Wait, what, what does he say about the car? What does the car do? Does special things. Does special things. Yeah. And as he gives him the keys, he, he leaves. And, and Billy's like, what? He starts crying, bro. Jamie, bro. He goes, Jake. Jake. Jamie, Jamie, Jamie. <laughs> he has that slow realization as he's yelling, "Jake, yeah. J- J- Jake, J- 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 Jamie, yeah. that's my brother." And doesn't he say something like, "Oh, and the instructions for the car in the glove box"? Or something? <laughs> yeah, that's right. yeah. You, you, you nailed it. This is Saved by the Bell because that scene is the Jesse Spano scene where she's like, "I'm so, I'm so scared." Is, is that when she takes the caffeine pills? Yes. Yes. This uh, is Saved by the Bell, the good version. <laughs> Anyways, the movie is not over yet, believe it or not. Uh, really? Yeah. No more notes. I still love it. Who are <laughs> you, bro? No, he goes, who are you, bro? You said it, you Billy. Said it, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this movie is so awesomely dumb. <laughs> oh, God. So Jake picks up Carrie one last time on his bike, and the sheriff sees them, but he's like, you know what? I'm not going to pursue him. Let's just let him have him one last night with Carrie. Jake rides out with Carrie. We get the same scene as the intro scene where he's driving into town, except this time he's driving out of town. We get the big yeah, moon. Big giant moon. moon. Carrie's yeah. on the back of the bike. <laughs> so, yeah, they ride away, and then Finn, that's the credits. Now, I, I had seen parts of this movie. I probably had seen the whole movie, but literally it was so long ago, and I didn't remember the movie co- cover, which is weird. So when I watched it, I'm like, oh, this yeah. is so familiar. 
And I'm like, oh, yeah. And Matt has mentioned this movie several times. And I got to say, this movie was super duper fun to watch because it is so over the top. But you get some really good performances. Gutter Boy is actually really funny. Mm-hmm. And I, I was really drawn to that character in every scene. Yeah. Right. Rocksteady and Bebop are good. Yeah. I mean, and you know, obviously you've got close ups of girls and cheeseburgers and cars and it's you know pretty it, typical teen type movie. Mm-hmm. And so I as a grown up, I appreciated that. I remember these kind of movies. I remember Saved by the Bell and I wanted this shit to happen in Saved by the Bell. Right. So yeah. this movie for me, I'm giving this a solid two thumbs up for awesome cheesiness um, for funness and for the fact that it has some of the worst dialogue you'll hear yeah. in a movie. So on that, Doug, what do you think? Yeah, I would have absolutely loved this movie when I was, you know, a preteen or early teenager. Hell yeah. It would have been it would have been totally my jam. I watched this last night in preparation for this and I would say I didn't mind it. <laughs> okay. I didn't I didn't hate it. Yeah. There was uh it was fun. That cinematography is what ties it together. Mm-hmm. Is yeah. it, if this was filmed like an '80s f- slasher film, we wouldn't be talking about it because no. wouldn't, we wouldn't watch it. No, I I think the graphic is cool. How the wraith is written. I yeah. I don't even remember seeing this VHS in the either. video store when I was younger. Yeah. And if I would have seen that cover and that writing, I probably would have been drawn to it and would have rented it. There's two different. That there's alone. two different covers. Um, one is like him in the suit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And like I said, I we saw this. I remember seeing this not at Blockbuster, but at the grocery store. Like Mm -hmm. had it. So I don't know why. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed this enough. I give it three stars. Josh. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. I this movie does have a lot going for it. That that, that's positive. It's got guitar solos and explosions and hot people fucking and just (laughs) yeah, gratuitous dumb dialogue um i i did like at the end i'm like what what was that like <laughs> is that i guess it's just like a revenge thing he's like spawn i guess comes he, back he is like spawn yeah kinda writes the wrongs because if, if you're watching this movie and kind of paying attention there's a good chance you'll miss how it all ties together yeah yeah <laughs> i mean <laughs> you'll figure it out eventually but yeah it's kind of weird how they piece it yeah like it, it's gonna be a mystery well and i heard later that like the director had a lot of like great ideas that just kind of the producers fucked it up they even like sent it to the theater with a really bad sound and no one could hear the dialogue (laughs) so they had to fix it up later in like the home video release so yeah like and so and that's one of the reason it bombed it's probably another reason i'd never heard of it until now Uh, but i don't real quick matt had something told me something interesting about this movie so charlie sheen was doing platoon essentially at the same Mm -hmm. time and Platoon is a big, serious, major Hollywood picture mm-hmm. directed by Oliver Stone. Kind of an important director at this mm-hmm. time. And Oliver Stone is like, you, what did he say, Matt? You can't do movies like this. I guess so. <laughs> before they started Platoon, he had Oliver Stone heard of Sheen, you know, doing this and just popped in and watched it. He was pissed. Yeah, he did not want Sheen to do this movie. <laughs> what is this garbage? Because he thought it would ruin Platoon. He thought Which, it would taint it, right? I mean, yeah, I mm. guess that's how it is in Hollywood, but. So maybe he it, went it and was like, this movie's got a bomb, and did and just <laughs> did just, all yeah. he could. He well, influenced it. The stone power. Yeah. I almost feel like that's why Charlie, <laughs> Charlie Sheen is so not giving a fuck about this movie, because he's doing Platoon. 
everyone knows Platoon's going to be good that worked on it. Think yeah. about who's in Platoon. Yeah. Forrest Whitaker. Mm-hmm. Uh, Johnny Depp is in that movie. Charlie Sheen. Um, uh, what's his name? Uh, William... Uh, William Devoe is in this movie. No. <laughs> William Defoe, yeah, that's right. He's in it, then, and we have Tom Berenger plays the lead. So we've got this really powerful cast of people, and so um, I, you got to think they wouldn't. They knew that movie was going to be awesome. Yeah, almost certainly. Yeah. So you know, Charlie Sheen again. I, I love Platoon. I don't think Charlie Sheen's great in that movie, but that movie is great. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of interesting. Yeah, Charlie Sheen isn't great really in almost anything. Uh, hot shots. He's good. Yeah, okay. I'll give you a shot. I'll give <laughs> you a hot shot. He, he actually should have only done comedy because he's really funny. I, I agree. And he makes fun of himself, which yeah. is what's so Because he's uh-huh. good in Ferris Bueller, too, but that's because his role is limited. And it's a funny that's role. True. Yeah. Yeah, he's not, he's not a great leading man. But he's terrible in that Two and a Half Men, but that's probably because it's a terrible show. I never I never watched <laughs> the show. Saw. Oh, it's terrible. <laughs> he made a lot of money on that show. Oh, yeah, he did. Yeah, Josh, <laughs> I feel like I totally interrupted. Oh, I'm no, sorry. you're fine. Uh, anyway, I do give this 16 under boobs. <laughs> <laughs> Six, is that 16 that's individual? <laughs> so eight? Yes. Eight? Okay. <laughs> yes. Two and a half cheeseburgers, maybe? Yeah. Matt. <laughs> um, well, yeah, I picked it at... Uh, it's a basic. I, I think Johnny Karate picked it, and we just <laughs> yeah. like, oh, Johnny Karate like this. Matt likes it. Let's definitely do it. Yeah, I agree with Johnny Karate. It's uh, it's entertaining. Uh, I like the cars and all that jazz. Uh, it's a, but it's not a very deep movie. Um, it's a standard trope of the individual got wronged and then came back from beyond to exact remit revenge. Yeah. End of story. But um, overall, it's well shot and the effects were pretty good. So, um, gutter boy, come here. Yeah, let's give, give it uh, f- four bottles uh, out of, of the six-pack of Skanks Brew. <laughs> <laughs> give it four gutter dicks. Uh, well, I I guess we we like it. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's fun. Again, watch Saved by the Bell before you watch it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. Do it. And uh, let us know what you think. Uh, but anyways, thank you to all you listeners for listening to our nonsense. And uh, until next time. Show me a piece of that cheese, baby. Ah!